Hello, Rue. Hello, Nick. You all right? Yeah, I'm very well. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm very tired, but happy, thank you. Excellent. I should admit, I may have dozed off on the sofa. Oh, really? So I'm in that slightly, woke up a few minutes ago, slightly fuzzy-headed state. So <laughs> it's very a nice tired. feeling. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm uh, feeling like I should have gone to bed about three hours ago. Is there anything particular that's making you feel sleepy? It's just the general lack of sleep right now. <laughs> Is that what's doing it? Yeah, it's funny that. With Lauren, our now seven months old, she's uh, she's having good nights and bad nights. And uh, on a bad night, she'll be up a couple times. And I think last night in particular, she just... To be fair, last night was better. She didn't stir till about five. But then just absolutely nothing we could do would settle her or just yeah it was just hard work and we've had quite mm. a few nights like that if not worse recently yes i'm feeling it for exactly the same reason yeah. as well we've had a difficult week or so oliver our nearly nine month old baby is going through what i think is termed a sleep regression right where they forget how to sleep so yeah sometimes he just wakes up and is very difficult to get back to sleep again um we've had some very broken sleep recently and especially having got used to having really nice long uninterrupted sleep i think you get used to it i think your body starts relying on 12 hours yeah (laughs) so um it's been a bit weird recently it's been a bit difficult but rachel's got some good techniques for getting him to sleep all right Uh, and uh yeah she, she might even share them with us later oh that'd be good that'd be helpful How's school? Toby's been at school for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, he's been a couple. Of, he's he's enjoying it. He's um, it's all going very well. It's just sort of, I think everyone's got more into the routine of getting getting the whole family up and out in time for it. Um, I think Joe's finding it. Um, it, it obviously it impacts her routine daily routine much more than me because she she picks him up at the end of the day. But of course, okay. it's not the end of the day. It's it's like ten past three. It's middle of the right. afternoon. So I was going to say it's probably not even four o'clock, is it? When no, he's, when he's finishing. Yeah. No, not at all. It's, so it's like ten past three, which means sort of Joe's available. The time she has to plan to do stuff is you know, so much shorter, and it's yeah. I think she's found that a bit tough, just trying to fit in everything she was doing before, mm. not having a, a full afternoon available to do stuff. So. Yeah. But, but I think we're um, we the parents are getting used to it all. I think Toby is just taking it all in his stride. He's enjoying it, um, getting lots of good feedback, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. That's good. We've had a first this week. We mm-hmm. had uh, Oliver's first tooth finally came through. Excellent. Oh, it was brilliant. So yeah, one of the bottom ones at the front has uh, broken through, mm-hmm. uh, which gives him this really cute little grin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it also means that we've had to buy him a toothbrush and special baby toothpaste. Oh, you've you've gone straight for it. Oh, straight in for the toothbrush. It's become part of our bedtime, bath time routine. So either while he's in the bath or shortly yeah. afterwards, we'll, we'll give him a toothbrush with a little bit of toothpaste on it. Not a huge amount. It's just a you know, little, little thin film of toothpaste on the yeah. toothbrush. Uh, and it's uh, yeah, special baby friendly, obviously very low, mm. low fluoride and all that stuff. Uh, and at the moment... I mean, when he's not—he's not very good at brushing his tooth, but he'll chew on it, uh, yep. and it feels like yeah, you know, it's probably helpful to get him into into the habit of knowing that that's a thing that you do every day. Mm. Oh, that's good. 
Yeah, so Lauren's had her bottom two teeth out for a little while, though we haven't really got into brushing them, so hmm. maybe we should. I think it's one of those you don't... I don't think it occurred to us to start doing that straight away, so... Hmm, interesting. should probably think about that. But yes, yeah, she's had she's had these two teeth out for a few weeks now, and you know, we, we would like to think some of this unsettled sleep we've had is some other teeth trying to make their way through, but we're not seeing any signs of it, so... um. Right. Yeah. We're hoping with the the whole sleep regression at the moment. I think the frustrating bit is just not knowing what's causing the the unsettledness. Hmm. Um whether it is something like teething or um colic or you know, just anything anything you can just point your finger at and explain it. Yeah. Otherwise it's just um I don't know, it's it's um just hard work. Well, for Oliver, who's just this week coming up to nine months the thing that developmentally is happening with him is he's just on the very edge of putting words together mm-hmm. so today we had something that sounded a lot like dada right might have just been random syllables being, <laughs> being thrown together he does a lot of you know mm. and la 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 and things like that but um he did it at the same time as, as looking up at me so i'm i'm uh close to treating it as, as his first word yeah, I'm, I'm not Totally confident, but right. yeah, it's, it's certainly pretty close. That's good. Um, and so, yeah, the the Wonder Weeks book would would say that he's bang in the middle of a major sleep regression at the moment because right. it's it's you know getting ready for stringing words together or at least starting to you know piece piece the first words together. Interesting, interesting. He's definitely a lot more vocal. He's definitely yeah. doing a lot of talking, and yeah, I mean, his his crawling and uh, wanting to stand up all the time is is super accelerated now. Like he'll crawl over to you and climb up your legs and say wow. hello yeah he's he's trying to stand up on his own um but obviously needs something to hold yeah. on to at the moment while he's doing that yeah uh, and then yeah just a lot more vocal a lot more um yeah making sounds um when he's falling asleep when he's waking up when he's just sitting happily playing with himself playing with himself playing by himself yeah that just all, all the time now seems to be um seems to be starting to mm make a lot more noise which is lovely i'm i'm enjoying every phase that we're going through but yeah, i must admit yeah. that i'm really looking forward to when he can actually communicate with us <laughs> right yes so lauren's i think lauren's first this week was um she started to clap oh nice um yes and it's, it's more than just her waving her arms you know you can see she's doing it with purpose mm. um and i think as talked before she she's still not really showing any signs of crawling but she she will um with a little help pull herself up and she loves standing up mm. and if you hold her hands you know take her weight she will walk along the yeah you, know, you can sort of walk her along the ground and in fact just this evening uh, I sat her in her cot whilst I was running the bath and um, whilst watching her she um, she pulled herself up on the edge of the cot and then proceeded just to sort of uh, cruise around the edge of the cot you know, oh, right. from, from stood inside it yeah. We've lured it enough so, you know, she can stand up, but it's just sort of a chin height, the top. <laughs> Good for chewing. Yeah, but it's quite fair. I sort of watched her, she, not very steadily, but she um, walked the length of the cot, pulling herself along the top. And then when she got to the corner and she went round the corner, one of her arms, rather than get a grip of the top of the rail, went through the gap. <laughs> and suddenly she didn't have the support she thought she did. And she did a very graceful fall onto her face in the cot but she was yeah it was slow motion she was fine but i think she was then a bit 
trapped and awkward and she didn't like that but um yeah i think sometimes they even if it doesn't hurt they can feel a bit shocked yeah shocked and i think she was just slightly awkwardly she'd fallen a bit more awkwardly and not quite in a position she could just recover from but um mm. but yes so i think i think unlike toby she's she's um not showing huge signs of doing the crawling and moving around but um I, yeah, I just fully expect it to be something that she suddenly starts doing. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see see when that starts. I think we need to get her and Oliver together more so that he can show her how it's done. I think that's the... <laughs> he can yeah. show her some advanced techniques. That's it, yeah. Hello, Nick. Welcome, baby dance. We've had uh, a, a baby announcement. I love these. This is my favourite part of the show. Richard J. L. Smith says uh, that his wife, Cathy, gave birth to a baby girl, Harper, on the 16th of September. So massive congratulations to all of you. Yeah, that's wonderful. Congrats to you all. Do let us know how you get on. Yeah. Baby dads! Nick, the, the segment that won't die, the Tommy Tippy Perfect Prep Machine, is back with us this week. Right. We've Excellent. had a couple, of, uh, a couple of correspondences. Yep. David Jackson emailed to clarify about the noisy beep. He says there isn't a volume control for it, uh, but he says, I took the unit apart, which I think was quite brave. Um, there's no speaker in the base, so it looks like it's under the button used to make the bottles. I have yet to take that apart. Right. <laughs> Super exciting. That's excellent. I, I feel I need to, um, when, when we talked about that last week, you heard, you made the comment how you'd heard from someone that putting some tape over the speaker can help reduce the volume. Or just in general, just, or just in, in yeah. toys in general. In toys yeah. in general. Um, I, I feel the need to point out, when, when I was listening back to the episode with Joe next to me, she shrieked, that was me! Oh, brilliant. So oh, nice. That, that tip came from Joe. Yeah. yeah. In his email, uh, David also mentioned that uh, on Colic, the latest thing that they're trying is baby massage. Uh, they've tried a couple of times so far, and um, the wind seems to be getting better. And he'll let us know how it goes. So I look forward to hearing about that. I hadn't um, hadn't heard of that before as a, a thing of yeah. dealing with colic. Because I think I think he's talking about there are actual baby massage classes you can go to, rather than just trying to do it yourself at home. So yes, um, yeah, I got the impression this was going to someone who yeah. is professional and good at it. Yeah, I think I think you can go to classes where you learn how to how to do the baby massage yourself. To mm, interesting. We've also heard from uh, Dave Hughes. With yet another tip on the Tommy Tippy Perfect Prep Machine, he does say the water temperature can overheat and it will refuse to work. So he has some water in the fridge just in case that happens. Um, and he's found it's been a problem quite a lot this summer, I guess particularly because of the hot weather we've had. Um, and I guess if you're also in a, a hotter climb somewhere in the world. But it is an awesome machine, he says. That's interesting. That sounds like quite an irritating feature. Mm. If it- uh, yeah, if you need to keep it keep it cool in order to allow it to heat up the water, that's that's kind of peculiar. Yes, slightly odd. But anyway, um, keep the Tommy Tippy Perfect Prep Machine tips coming in. It does. Seem <laughs> oh, to please be... do, please, please do. I can't hear enough about this device. Although I, it's probably come to the point where um, we have little need for one now, so for ourselves. But if Tommy Tippy are listening, um, and we we can mention their products. A bit more often, um, I'm sure. I'm sure we could do something useful. I'm sure it would be worth your while to pay us to mention your products at least as often as we do now for free. <laughs> yes, yes. 
something that we've talked about a fair few times on Beardy Dads is the idea of taking a break with your partner shortly before the birth. And uh, David Jenkins has emailed in um, about something that he and his wife have done recently. Yes, David, David writes saying, um, My wife's now in her 36th week, so we're getting very close. Just wanted to share our experience with a short baby moon, which we took when my wife was in her 32nd week of pregnancy. To help her relax, we decided on a spa break. Although we both enjoyed it, if anyone else is planning a similar break, there are a few points to consider. Do your research and make sure you choose a spa with a pregnancy treatment. We had to exclude a few places because this wasn't on offer. Check the other facilities. The spa we chose had a thermal suite with various saunas and steam rooms, none of which my wife could use because of the temperatures involved. I wish we'd chosen somewhere with a swimming pool. Tell the hotel she's expecting. Our break coincided with our wedding anniversary and the hotel made us feel very welcome and the barman made her free non-alcoholic cocktails. We only had two full days, but I really recommend taking a short break late on to relax. Thanks for all the tips. I'm looking forward to putting some of it into practice, possibly in less than a month. Yeah, that's that sounds like a really good tip. Yeah, I like the idea of a baby moon, if that's what we should be calling these short breaks. <laughs> I guess it's the baby equivalent to a honeymoon. So... Um, Yes, thanks, David, and good luck in the next month or so. Uh, do let us know um, how everything goes. Beardy Dads! You're listening to Beardy Dads. You can get in contact with us uh, using our email address, which is podcast at beardydads.co.uk. And we're at Beardy Dads on the Twitter. Nick, we live quite near each other in, yeah. in sunny Hampshire. Do you ever find yourself going to the local library? Oh, we, we do a lot. Um, yeah, no, we do a lot. It's just down the hill from us, short walk, and um, yeah, we we because Toby loves books. I know I've said that before. So um, yeah, I think Toby, Toby's got his own library card, and I think we must have I don't know about six, seven, eight books out from the library at any one time that just get cycled through. You can take a lot lot out, can't you? As well, yeah, there is really quite generous, um, and you can renew them online, which is very handy when you realise. They're overdue, or they're due back, and you can <laughs> it's just time to them. renew them. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Oliver's got a card now as well, um, and we've we've been a fair bit. It's definitely going to save us an absolute fortune, I think. Yeah, we, I think we've bought plenty of books that um, last a certain period. They sort of go through f- fads of enjoying enjoying certain books, but yeah, the library just means you can have a book for a couple of weeks, cycle it out. Toby won't notice it's gone for for a while because he's got plenty of other things, new books to look at, and if you need to, you can borrow it again. I mean, it's it's uh, that's a great thing. You can just um, keep things keep things fresh. I haven't done this for myself yet, but did you know that our local library also does ebook lending? Does it? I hadn't seen that. Yeah, you can borrow books for a couple of weeks. Um, I haven't tried it yet. I'm not sure what software is involved or what platforms it supports. Right. But um, yeah, they they've got a whole range of children's ebooks, which I'm uh, yeah keen keen to look into when the time is right. Yeah, that's interesting. I I wonder if they do because um, we've got some on our ancient 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 iPad. It's an like first version iPad that we've long since been unable to update the software on, so we can't really install anything else on it these days. Right. But we have got a few interactive books on there. We've got like Three Little Pigs and. Uh, the duck in a truck, and you know, very some of the books you can, some of the ebook versions of the books, but they're interactive, and they're quite fun. Hmm. So I wonder, 
if for the kids ebooks from the library whether they're they are more the short fiction books or are they the full-on interactive apps oh interesting yeah because yeah, i wonder because wonder the, if it's yeah because these aren't ebooks in like the kindle read or anything like that these are actual standalone apps right um yeah well it'd be interesting to investigate that yeah well worth worth a look because um i imagine that toby's uh probably churning through quite a lot of books at the moment yes and th- that's nice thing now he's at school they obviously they have the library at school and they um so he comes home with a new book I mean, he, he has a book bag and he has his current reading books but also just a a library book for reading at home which gets changed each week and we're not talking you know war and peace here we are talking they're still <laughs> sort of picture books with you know one syllable word type things but still and that's quite nice because i think because we've he's used to the idea of a library and going and borrowing a book mm. i think i guess that you know when it comes to school and going into the school library to borrow a book that's quite a natural thing for him to do he sort of gets the um gets that whole idea yeah that's cool rachel noticed the other week that um as well as baby sensory classes which are um down the road from us the library offers its own music session thing uh called rhyme time uh which i think in term time is weekly and it's free uh and oliver's uh, I haven't been along to this, but Rachel's taken Oliver a, a couple of times, and he's absolutely loved it. Yes, I think I think Joe may well have done that one with Toby. Um, I don't I don't think she's gone though with Lauren. Um, and this is <laughs> when we were talking earlier about just how packed Joe's week is, being at home with Lauren all day. So she's not at home all day because there are all these different activity classes she goes to. Yeah, of course. And I have to admit, yeah, I lose track of which ones, which ones did we do with Toby? Which ones are we doing with Lauren? And and yeah, in conversations with Joe recently, I have discovered I have a really bad recollection of Toby's childhood. <laughs> have you been sharing inaccuracies through Beardy Dads, Nick? I've been sharing things to the best of my recollection. <laughs> That's very nice. And but it turns out, I according to Joe, that I'm absolutely wrong. So. Uh, the case in point, I mean, last week, week before we talked about colic, and I said, I didn't really know what it was. Toby didn't really suffer from it. When Joe heard that, she looked at me and said, Toby had really bad colic. <laughs> no, really? Yeah, uh, apparently so, and this is really weird. <laughs> you blanked that out as well. Last week you admitted to blanking out the whole broken sleep in the early days with Toby. Well, that's it. I, so I, I suspect, that, I mean, that there was some of that. I... Um, and the other part was um, we talked about you. A- you asked me about um, afternoon naps and routine, and I said how Toby stopped having naps like eighteen months ago. It turns out it was the beginning of this year, so like six months ago he stopped having you know, routine afternoon naps. But in my defence, and and I, in exploring this with Joe, I think I think I understand why my recollection is so poor. For the naps and the colic, they tended to be weekday things, Monday to Friday. That interesting. That he had quite Dur- bad during the day. So you were at work. I was at work. So with the naps, he stopped having routine naps at the weekend ages ago, uh... because often we'd go out and do something, and he'd just sleep in the back of the car. So it didn't feel like a nap as part of a routine. Yeah, so you weren't seeing regular daytime naps yeah. because the pattern was different at the weekends. Whereas actually, Monday to Friday when I'm busy working, he's having a nap at home, which is 
great for him. But And that kind of explains why I seem to have just forgotten everything or been unaware as to what my how how my son has been raised but um so yes i'm I'm sure listeners have let you off well i did did talk to joe that maybe in a future episode we just need to get her in to sort of fact check everything i say about my children um citation needed yeah yeah sort of that don't believe a word unless joe sort of proves it maybe on the blog or something we can settle us for a little fact check on on what Nick says. Beardy Dads. Hello, Beardy Dads. This is Ray, Rue's wife, and Oliver, the nine-month-old baby who's quite awake. Um, we've been trying something new this week in terms of trying to get him to sleep. He's going through a phase where he doesn't want to go to sleep, um, especially since he's been able to stand up in his cot. He seems to want to do that rather than go to sleep. So, um, as you can hear, he's quite awake now, but he's also very, very tired. So I'm going to try and get him to sleep. I try patting him on the back, and apart from talking to him at the very beginning, I try not to talk to him whilst he's trying to go to sleep. Let's pop you on your tummy.
Okay, so Oliver is asleep. Well, his eyes are open, but he's um, drifting off now. And um, I wanted to record this because this week's been a bit of a, a kind of light bulb moment for me where um, in the past I've just put Oliver down after he's finished feeding, which he often falls asleep feeding. And I put him in his bed and then half an hour later I wake up again and really upset. Um, and recently I've been trying to give him a bottle instead. So he's been having a bottle and then I put him in his cot and he doesn't really know what to do. He just gets very, very upset. So I realised he doesn't know how to fall asleep. So I've tried to um, sort of leave him for a bit, see if he settles. Um, but he's standing up now, he stands up at his cot and he just gets really, really agitated. Um, so last night I decided I would try something different and I put him in his cot and I made sure he was on his tummy and patted him on the back and we kind of got into this sort of rhythmical um, chant almost where I'm doing the drums and he's doing the singing and it was very, really, really lovely and we went on last night for about 40 minutes doing that tonight it was only 10 and um, each night I'm hoping it will become less and less and he'll learn gradually to fall asleep by himself if I can get him into that state where he's just drowsy and just about to fall asleep and then leave the room and hopefully he'll find a way of sort of self-soothing and self-settling over time but I'm really pleased with tonight, I think that's gone well fingers crossed for the rest of the week okay, good night everyone well, no new reviews this week, uh, but we have had lots of people uh, contributing and sharing uh, their tips and their questions and their ideas with us. Thank you to all of them. Um, and of course, anyone who's listening to this and wants to get in touch, um, you definitely can. And feel free to record yourself as well. We love uh, including not just your words, but your, your voices as well. Yes, I, I do do send stuff in. It's all, it's all useful to us. I think, we're, I think if, you, if you listen back to the start, we had clear topics that we wanted to talk about lots of those first things we were dealing with. And I think, um, you know, in part, we, we're not doing the show every week in part, just because things aren't happening every single week. There's not, there's stuff to talk about, but there's just not so much of a variety of things, if you see what I mean. So, mm. Mm. um, you'd actually love any contributions for anyone at any age of your children. You know, you don't have to be following along at home at, you know, only give us tips for six months old do do give us tips for everything and i think i think it's it tends to be for that uh for the newborn dad if you see what i mean it's it's what are your tips for the i think that's where it's most useful i think of the feedback we get we hear most from the dads who have found us because they're soon to become a dad yes i think our core listeners are our core listenership uh consists of people who are just about to become fathers and they're doing their homework and their first thought is i'll go on itunes and search for parenting podcasts yes. we'd love to hear your tips we'd love to hear um questions or topics for conversation things that you're facing things that you're worried about do let us know yeah and even just your your funny stories you know whatever it is um yeah do email us um podcast at bdads.co.uk or as we said record your thoughts and you can be on the show in in voice in mp3 form 
so thank you to everyone who's who's uh, shared with us this week. Plus, thank you to everyone who's been talking uh, to us and about us on Twitter this week, including Andy S C, Joe Dale, Peter Fletcher, and of course Lopter. Of course Lopter, and of course Wes, the wonderful Wes West, who did our theme tune. Thank you, Wes. And, uh, well, Nick, I'll see you again next time. Yes. Until next time, Drew. Sleep well. You too. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye.